Meanwhile... It's time to dust off those spurs. And make sure your mask conceals your identity. Everyone remember where we're meeting after the hold up. That's right. Mid Valley. Love can't buy you money. Mutations. A Mid Valley Mutations presentation. In association with Sheena's Jungle Room. Featuring Big Black Minor Thread Lee Van Cleef The Dills Ninth Life Lee Marvin Little Richard That paltry paycheck you pretend you're pumped to receive every period. And the rest. Directed by Austin Rich. And now. We bring you Love can't buy you money Filmed on location In Technicolor
Mid Valley, Love can't buy you money, mutations, and other things my mother taught me. another exciting edition of Mid-Valley Mutations. And today we've got a, a pretty simple premise. Love can't buy you money. The age-old wisdom handed down from generation to generation and occasionally expressed in song. Sorry, I always love this uh, Danger Diabolic soundtrack. That guitar riff is pretty, pretty epic. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we're just uh, hanging out. We got a pretty lively chat going tonight, actually. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. We got, uh, well, let's see, uh, M.H. Lee and Chriso, Mr. X. It's always a pleasure to have Mr. X around. He's a... Uh, Basically, the uh, the backbone of the show. Uh, we we got we got a lot of collaborations in the in the pipe that are coming soon uh, for people who uh, appreciate his sense of humor. Uh, and of course, H and uh, Ramen City Kid and oh, Mr. Fab's even hanging out too, which is always nice. Uh, DJ Babs has uh, uh, joined us. Uh, we got Scott sixty seven and Mike Rogers. It's a bit of an international uh, evening here in the chat. I am with you on that, DJ Babs. This this film, perfect, start to finish. No, I, I have no notes. I usually can find something, but not this time. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. We're uh, we're we're kind of doing a run through of uh, all sorts of um, uh, 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 financially centric. Uh, pieces of, uh, of audio and, and, and whatnot, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good uh, it's a good place to be. But you know, I, I have to be honest. If I'm going to uh, uh, have a show like this, then of course I'm going to have to steal the name from one of the best in the biz. Yeah, I spent a lot of time actually prepping a bunch of Halloween uh, programming. You know, uh, between uh, Mid-Valley Mutations and Dime Store Radio Theater, I actually have, count them, eight Halloween shows. And then a Dime Store episode on Halloween itself and a Mid-Valley Mutations episode on November 1st. That is a whole lot of spooky programming coming your way uh, from yours truly. I'm going to see if I can uh, do it right this year and and really, um, yeah, I, I actually missed October last year on Sheena's. I, I wasn't on Sheena's yet, so my uh, my Halloween programming last year, a little 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 timid, a little a uh, little little uh, um, phoned in. I was kind of just you know going through the motions. You know, I was like, oh, ho hum, another another Halloween, but uh, this year. 
think I gotta I gotta up my game. So um, hopefully the Sheena's lister, listeners are ready for what I am delivering. Um, let's just say uh, Marcus Little is gonna make an appearance. And of course, uh, that also means that we're we're kind of getting in the mind of uh, making donations to uh, Sheena. Hellraiser's coming up, so I just want to plant that seed for people who maybe donated the last time I, I did a little pledge drive uh, run on the show. Just uh, when October comes around, you know what to do. Anyway, enough of my yapping. Let's get back into the show. It's Mid-Valley Mutations, and uh, when you steal from the best, it sounds like this. Oh, you might 
yellow brick road. I only walk where the bricks are made of gold. My mind and body, they're the only things that I've sold. I need a little money, cause I'm getting old, right? That's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. 
Titanium, new charge assault model. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good thing for me it's not loaded. <laughs> what do you mean it's not loaded? Well, you have to, have to push that little yellow button to load it. <laughs> Take your time. Oh, God. <laughs> you want me to? It's a very dangerous gun. You know, maybe you better let me hang on to this one for you, huh? You don't mind, do you? No. You sure? No. Take it. I don't need it. That's very nice, Ed. You like it?
Valley. Love can't buy you money. Mutations. You think love makes the world go round? And welcome. Where we are having a, a, a wonderful time here in the chat as we discuss all sorts of things about why exactly that love really can't buy us money. <clears throat> we all got a, a, some pretty good uh, thoughts on the subject, if you uh, ask me. And, and I'm sure that uh, um, even uh, uh, Heather and Zap Mapplecase and um, uh, others would uh, would have uh, lots of similar uh, ideas uh, to weigh in on. Um, were they in the chat? Uh, and, and if you're sitting here listening to this going like, chat? Huh? Uh, I mean, I doubt that's the case. You, you, you probably are listening to Sheena's. You know what, what's going on. But but if you catch this on the podcast or uh, if a roommate's listening to it in the kitchen while they're making breakfast and you happen to pass through and you're going like, hey, wait a minute, there's a live chat? There is. Join us. Uh, WFMU.org uh, uh, forward slash Sheena. Um, you can see whatever show's happening live dip into the chat join us for our 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 lively conversation and witty retorts uh and uh you can hear us uh talk about why we think the fifth element is underrated yeah you know i I probably should get back into this next set here but you know i just wanted to say this this show actually seems to be kind of heavy on the japanese hardcore and you know i i I was thinking about this Uh, at one point uh I, i had a roommate uh, 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 Joel, who uh, I, I, I quite miss that fellow. He was a very clever and funny dude, um, and and he had a friend um, who, um, uh, who who's been in a, a lot of different bands, uh, um, but uh, I think uh, his uh, uh, most relevant project was uh, Admirari. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, Admirari was over one day, and he just handed me this uh, USB drive, and he's like, "Here you go. It's a couple gigs of Japanese hardcore. I think everybody needs some." And, you know, I thank him for that every day. And, you know, for the person in your life who's delivering uh, USB sticks full of Japanese hardcore or or whatever it is that uh, you are rocking these days, uh, let's give a hearty thank you. Uh... Uh, and uh, you know, just uh, make sure that uh, you know, the people in your in your life who are uh, turning you on are um, getting a, a, a nice uh, a nice flower arrangement every once in a while. It's nice to get surprise flowers, you know. Let's see what the Neo Boys have to say. It's Mid Valley Mutations, and uh, we're doing a Tuesday night right.
money, Lebowski. You want that money, Lebowski. Bunny says you're good for it. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the fucking money, shithead? It's, uh... Oh, oh, it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look.
welcome to the money program. Tonight on the money program, we're going to look at money. Lots of it on film and in the studio. Some of it in nice piles, others in lovely clanky bits of loose change. Some of it neatly counted into fat little hundreds, delicate fibres stuffed into bulging wallets, nice crisp clean checks, pert pieces of copper coinage thrust deep into trouser pockets, romantic foreign money rolling against the thigh with rough familiarity, beautiful wayward curlicued banknotes, filigree copper grating cheek by jowl with tumbling hexagonal milled edges rubbing gently against the terse leather of beautifully balanced bank books. <laughs> Sorry. But I love money. All money. I've always wanted money to handle, to touch the smell of the rainwashed flooring, the lure of the lira, the glitter and the glory of the guinea, the romance of the rouble, the feel of the franc, the heel of the Deutschmark, the cold antiseptic sting of the Swiss franc, and the sunburned splendor of the Australian dollar. I've got 90,000 pounds of dollars. I've got 40,000 French francs in my fridge. I got lots and lots of lira now, the Deutschmark's getting dearer, and my dollar bills would buy the Brooklyn Bridge. There is nothing quite as beautiful as money. There is nothing quite as beautiful as cash. Some people say it's folly, but I'd rather have the lolly. With money you can make a smash. There is nothing quite as wonderful as money, money, money. money. There is nothing like a newly minted money, 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 money. Everyone must thank her for the butchness of a banker. It's a see that makes the world go round, 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 round. You can keep your watch's ways, but it's only just a phase. It's money, money, money makes the world go Valley. Love can't buy you money. Mutations. Just whatever you have in your wallet should be enough. But next time, bring more. And welcome to our two. Where we forget the ruddles. Oh gosh, I should have brought the ruddles, Mister X. I didn't. You know that that would that would have been a good pick. Maybe on the sequel. All you need is money to electric boogaloo. True story. I actually interviewed the uh, person uh, who wrote uh, uh, Break Into Electric Boogaloo, Jan Freya, and. Uh, Jan, uh, a lovely, uh, wonderful person, uh, currently a writer, uh, and uh, I think retired for the most part, but occasionally writes things here and there. Um, and, and Jan was lovely to talk to, and then uh, had all these great stories about being on set for, for Breaking 2 and, and stuff like that. And uh, um, funny uh, tidbit, I was actually hired to write the first Breaking movie, but then uh, didn't have enough time to get <clears throat> the script finished. Uh, for the filming of Breaking the first one, so they had someone else who could rush a script out while uh, Jan uh, wrote the the script for Breaking Two, and they kind of already figured it was going to be one of those things. So they were like, "Let's keep the the other script around just in case." And, the, and they were right; it was a hit. So uh, uh, Jan had an immediate job right afterwards. Uh, 
and uh, Jan likes to tell stories about getting recognized and people uh, singing different songs from Breaking Two at her and stuff like that. It's a lovely interview. Maybe I'll, I'll run that uh, on the show one of these days. Jan, Jan's, uh, Jan's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm sorry, uh, Ramen City Kid. I'm not going to play the whole song. It's just for my uh, my little voiceover right now. But uh, you know, uh, we we are having a bit of a fun uh, show tonight. Just kind of um, doing our thing and uh, 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 talking about money. You know, uh, the, the 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 uh, elephant in every room you ever go into. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, you know, um, as it is, uh, we're always uh, um, trying to find ways to uh, to get around it, and I, and I try to make this show as pretty cheaply as possible. That's one of my uh, uh, goals for Mid Valley Mutations is to try to um, keep it, uh, you know, uh, cost uh, uh, reasonable, um, as they say. Uh, but uh, uh, certainly, uh, uh, things happen here and there. You know, you got to replace a cord uh, now and then, or, or get a new microphone. Uh, and, and we're going to be asking for a little bit of money here soon. The, uh, the, the Hellraiser is coming up in October. So uh, if, if you're usually the kind of person who likes to donate to these kinds of things, keep it in mind. And when October rolls around, you know what to do. Let's see, where are we? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> there's a, a saying around this house that um, every uh, once in a while I have this uh, realization and I think, oh, you know, I'm not listening to nearly enough of the scruffs. So here's the scruffs on Mid Valley Mutations. Yeah! 
tripping over the flowers in her garden The weeds are growing high She dropped her laundry off at school And hung her children on the clothesline to dry She's throwing trash in her swimming pool She's pouring chlorine on her lawn You might think she needs a pair of glasses But no, my friend, you're wrong She cannot see the beauty in a tree Or in the life that it's applied
poor people. I realize, of course, it's no shame to be poor, but it's no great honor either. Uh, so what would have been so terrible if I had a small fortune? If I were a rich man, all day long I If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work hard. If I were a rich, idle, man, I'd build a big tall house with the rooms by the dozen right in the middle of the town a fine tin roof with the real wooden floors below there would be one long staircase just going up and one even longer coming down and one more leading nowhere just for show I'd fill my Yard with the chicks and turkeys and geese and ducks for the town to see and hear. Squawking just as noisily as they can. And each loud will land like a trumpet on the ear. As if to say, here lives a wealthy man. If I were a rich man, all day long I If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work hard. If I were a rich, man, I see. My wife, my golden, looking like a rich man's wife with a proper double chin. Supervising meals to her heart's delight. I see her putting on airs and strutting like a peacock. Oh, what a happy mood she's in. Screaming at the servants day and night. <laughs> Most important man in town will come to fawn on me. They will ask me to advise them like a Solomon the wise. If you please, Rebetavia, pardon me, Rebetavia. Posing pro 
problems that would cross a rabbi's eyes. He had a need, he had a dad, he had a dad. And it won't make one bit of difference if I answer right or wrong. When you're rich, they think you really know. If I were rich, I'd have the time that I like to sit in the synagogue and pray. And maybe have a seat by the eastern wall. And I discuss the holy books with the learned men seven hours every day. And that would be the sweetest thing of all. If I were a rich man, all day long I If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work. Lord, who made the lion and the lamb? You decreed I should be what I am. Would it spoil some vast eternal plan? If I were a wealthy Love can't buy you money. Mutations. But it really is cute that you're that naive. And welcome back. To a little Mid-Valley Mutations for your Tuesday night. Just kind of running through all of the different reasons why uh, love just can't buy you money. But it tries. Oh, oh, so it tries. Yeah, yeah, hearing a lot of fun stuff uh, tonight. Just kind of zipping and and zagging and and, and dodging and weaving through uh, my record collection. And I... um, in, in, in a way that uh, just uh, usually appeals to my 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 uh, my, 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 my mid valley senses. We got a fun chat tonight, talking about Fiddler on the Roof and uh, the spectrum of uh, Sheena shows and all sorts of fun stuff. Nice to have some of the usual folks in the chat but uh, uh, you know if you wanted to join us uh, we'd be very uh, warm and welcoming we like to have uh, other people uh, join us and you know in the interest of kind of making things a little more um, inviting because sometimes you know uh, my, my show can get, uh, veer a little bit into the uh, the, the, the loud strange territory um, 
which you know we all uh, we all love a good rocker now and then, but uh, I think it's a uh, time we get a little bit funky. And and and, and what does Mid Valley Mutation sound like when it gets a little funky? Well, it sounds a little bit like this. degree and it causes enormous problems for the individual and for society collectively. When you think about your life and your possessions, would you say that you're wealthy, middle class, lower class? Very few people consider themselves to be fabulously wealthy. And yet if you look at it objectively, compared to almost all of your ancestors and almost everyone else in the world, you're fabulously wealthy. The clothes you're wearing, the uniformity of the threads and the thread count would have made those garments the best clothes on earth a few generations ago. The home that you're living in, I mean, indoor lighting, indoor plumbing, indoor cooling and heating, impossible to even imagine for most of our ancestors and very few other people in the world have, have the quality of uh, amenities inside their home that we have. I mean, just simple things like a mirror or a glass window. Only fabulously wealthy people could afford that back in the Middle Ages. Most of our ancestors could never dream of luxuries like this. And then when you consider something like a car or a computer, that would have been the most valuable possession on Earth uh, just a few generations ago before they were mass-produced. Um, when you think about how our ancestors really lived, uh, the wealthiest people back in the Middle Ages might own a dozen books, might have read a couple dozen books in their life. Today, you have access to infinite information practically over the internet. You have the ability to travel around the world and see so many different cultures. That's something that no one could have had access to just a few generations ago without enormous uh, expenditure and basically giving up years of their life and, and taking enormous risks. Back in the Middle Ages, the price of a serf's life, the price of most of our ancestors' lives, was one ounce of silver. A serf would work his entire life to save one ounce of silver, and then he could use that to buy freedom for his son. That was all that the average person could save after a lifetime of work. Today, no matter what you earn, you can probably save an ounce of silver you know, from a couple hours of work. The way that we live is just fabulously wealthy compared to any, any of our ancestors by any gauge and compared to the vast majority of the rest of the people in the world. And yet, most people think that they don't have enough money. They rarely consider themselves fabulously wealthy when in fact they are. 
and this causes a number of extreme problems. I mean, first of all, it, it's a delusion that verges on insanity. The only reason we don't recognize it as an insane delusion is that everybody around us is suffering from it, and so it's seen as normal. Well, the first problem that this insane delusion causes is that almost everyone has a, at least mild level of dissatisfaction with the amount of money they have. Very few people wake up in the morning and say, oh, I am so grateful to be fabulously wealthy. And guess what? If you don't wake up and say that now, I don't care if you have a hundred million dollars, you'll never believe that you're fabulously wealthy. Because you already are, and if you don't believe it now, you'll never believe it, no matter how much money you have. You'll always compare yourself to the people that are living around you, and you'll always live around people with the same amount of wealth. You'll tend to gravitate towards them completely. And you'll always say that I only average, I don't have enough money. You'll always have a moderate level of dissatisfaction. And there are a lot of people that we consider fabulously wealthy that have this same delusion and this same moderate level of dissatisfaction. More than just a moderate level of dissatisfaction in your life, though, it causes people to lose their entire lives, to be enslaved to this delusion. People go to work for 50 hours a week so that they can afford, you know, some moderate level of additional luxuries because they think that they don't have enough. And collectively, our society is depleting the Earth's resources and doing incredible damage because collectively everybody suffers from this insane delusion. It's not a harmless thing. The other enormous problem that this delusion causes is that it actually makes people far less efficient at really earning money. When you think about it on a large scale, you may notice that pretty much everything in life that you're grateful for, you tend to get more of, and everything in life that you're not grateful for, you tend to lose what you already have. And the same is true for money. If you're not grateful for the amount of wealth that you already have, it becomes very difficult to earn more and you tend to lose what you already have. Because once you have a sense of lack related to money, then it's very easy for fear and greed to creep into your life. And you see this most clearly when you're trading. Um, you know, the average person, if they lose or gain $50,000 in one day, they'll immediately be subject to fear and greed. Uh, if they gain $50,000, they'll think, oh, if I had just leveraged twice as much, I would have gained more. They'll start leveraging more and they'll blow their account. Or if they lose $50,000, they'll immediately become extremely fearful and they'll get out of the position, even if it's not a logical thing to do. But what people often notice is that the same thing is at play in their regular life. People are being manipulated by others based on their fear and greed surrounding money. When people are doing work that they don't enjoy, it's almost always because they're being ruled by fear and greed or someone else is playing on their fear and greed. They're staying in a job that they aren't particularly happy with because they're fearful that they won't have a better situation or they're doing work that they don't enjoy and that isn't really optimal for them because they're greedy and they want the money anyway rather than simply seeking out whatever type of work is the most efficient way to earn money, the amount of money that they actually need, and, and the type of work that they actually enjoy. Very few people are in an optimal employment because most people are 
controlled by this fear and greed related to the amount of wealth they have. And it's not easy to stay conscious of this delusion and really detach yourself because everyone around us is suffering from it and it's really ingrained in our personality for a number of reasons, one of which I cover in my second child raising video. But if you can become conscious of it and, and escape it, then immediately you're extremely wealthy because you recognize the reality of your situation. And if you can't escape it, then no matter what, no matter how much money you gain, you'll always have the mentality of a pauper. You'll always consider yourself lacking in, in wealth. To tell me what was on his mind, he said, Mud honey, mud honey. yes, mud honey, mud honey. If you wanna stay here with me, I was clean as screen and so hard pressed. I called the woman that I love the best. I finally got my baby by the half past three. She said. To know what you want with me I said, my honey
honey in my clothes Music in my ears Cause my baby loves me when I've got money in my clothes Has I've got money 
about money, what would we do? We got a little idea to see what's going on. We say, the money is the root of all evil, but ain't nothing evil about money. Because we need that money to pay the bills, to pay the rent. Huh? Banks are falling, president's scratching his head, the economy is down, Wall Street about to lose him, I mean, up and down, gas prices up and down, nobody knows what to do. You know what we need, though. Mother, where have you gone to? Mother, where have you gone to? I got to pay my bills, got to pay my rent. I'm hungry and tired, but my money's all spent. Mother, where have you gone to? down the street last night a pretty little girl came in the sight I bowed and smiled and asked her name she said hold it bud I don't play that game I reached in my pocket and to her big surprise that was Lincoln staring her dead in the eye on a greenback greenback dollar bill just a little piece of paper cornered with chlorophyll She looked at me with that familiar desire Eyes lit up like they were on fire She said, my name's Flo and you're on the right track Look here, Daddy, I wear furs on my back So if you want to have fun in this man's land 
let Lincoln and Jackson start shaking hands. Call a greenback, greenback dollar bill. Just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. I didn't know what I was getting into, but I popped Lincoln and Jackson too. I didn't mind seeing them fade out of sight. I just knew I'd have some fun last night. Whenever you in town and looking for a thrill, if Lincoln can't get it, Jackson sure will. On a greenback, greenback dollar bill. Just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. Went to a nice spot where the lights were low. Dined and danced, and I was ready to go. I got out of my seat, and when Flora rose, she said, "Hold it, Daddy, while I powder my nose." I sat back down with a smiling face while she went down to the powder place with my greenback, greenback dollar bill, just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. The music stopped and the lights came on. I looked around and saw I was all alone. I didn't know how long Flo had been gone, but a nose powder sure didn't take that long. I left the place with tears in my eyes as I waved Lincoln and Jackson last goodbye. On a greenback, greenback dollar bill, just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. Ronnie, is that your Oscar on the table with the floodlights on it? <laughs> yes. Say, do you mind if I look at it? Well, gosh, it's really beautiful. You know, Rochester, my butler, has never seen an Oscar. Would it be all right if I borrowed it for a little while? <laughs> well, uh, oh, all right, Jack. Go ahead and take it. Gee, thanks. Darling, why did you agree to let him take the Oscar home? Might as well be with the rest of my things. <laughs> What did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing. Oh. Well, Ronnie, it's awfully nice of you. Thanks a lot. I'll just wrap the Oscar in this copy of tonight's newspaper. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> there we are. Well, good night. Good night. Gee, it was nice of him to let me take the Oscar so I could show it to Rochester. I must have stayed there longer than I thought. So dark out. No moon. Oh well. Hello, kitty. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty. Darn it, she got away. She'd have made a wonderful A string. Hey, Bud. Bud. Huh? Got a match? Match? Yes, I have one right here. Don't make a move. This is a stick-up. What? You heard me. Mister. Mister, put down that gun. Shut up. Now, come on. Your money or your life? <laughs> Look, Bud. 
I said your money or your life. I'm thinking it over. Every paycheck, we have now come to the end, where we're scrounging around for change in the couch cushions, and hoping we can find just enough money to maybe get ourselves a PBR and some ramen and make it through the week. This has been Mid-Valley Mutations. Having a lot of fun. I always enjoy throwing together these uh, theme shows. Uh, I got some Halloween stuff brewing. So uh, um, it's uh, one of those um, things where I like... I I do a a couple of these kind of quickie uh, theme shows. And then uh, the payoff is that I get to uh, do those cool um, uh, Halloween shows. You gotta, you gotta uh, rob Peter to pay Paul sometimes, as they say. <clears throat> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, uh, had a lot of fun, uh, and I always enjoy uh, when you guys uh, are in the chat. It makes uh, these shows uh, quite fu- quite uh, enjoyable. 
we had we had a great chat about old country, and I think uh, both MH Lee and Mr. X have convinced me that we need to do an old country show for Mid Valley Mutations. Sometimes we like to get down home here uh, uh, on the on the show. Um, uh, you know, that's just how it is. I might go a couple minutes over, but I, I don't got much uh, much more. We're 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 getting down to down to the wire here. But yeah, uh, Mid Valley Mutations. Uh, I, I knew Heather would chime in here about the Pet Shop Boys. This is always uh, a, a choice that uh, uh, Heather favors. I think actually Heather would prefer that I do a, a lot of of uh, Pet Shop Boys uh, on this program, um, and, and 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 maybe uh, have it be more of like a workout centric kind of show. Who knows? Maybe we'll get there someday. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Mid Valley Mutations. Uh, we, we we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, I'm 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 been hammering out the schedule lately, uh, and uh, yeah picking out some cool shows and finally getting some of those interviews edited that I've been sitting on because, uh, well, that's a thing that takes time. So, but, but you're going to love it. I, I promise. I promise. Okay. You've waited long enough. The Android sisters are coming up here. It's been mid, 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 uh, la, 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 la. mid Valley mutations closing up the shop for the week. Uh, until next time, be seeing you. This song is dedicated to all you modern-day troubadours out there. And I think I know who you are. I gotta get a job. I got to get some pay. My son's gotta go to art school. He's leaving in three days. And the TV is in Esperanto. You know that that's a bitch. But alienation's for the rich And I'm feeling a poorer every day Hey, hey, hey Well, I ain't feeling happy About the state of things in my life But I'm working to make it better With a six of Miller and driving Making sure my dues get paid Because alienation's for the rich And I'm feeling a poorer every day Hey, hey, hey So
And now it's time for Frank Talk with a Frankie. This is Angel. This is Angel. We are the Android Sisters. What is your question? All of reality exists in our minds. Is that true? What is your intelligence rating? I'm classified as a 5.5555. You understand we only speak to you on the level that you can comprehend. I appreciate that. For those of you watching out there, adjust your IT rating to 5.5555. What is your question? I already asked it. What is your question? I said I already asked it. What is your question? What is your question? All right, I want to know if reality is in my mind or is it out there? I mean, what if it's all in my mind? I mean, change my mind, I could change reality. Right. Wrong. What? I'm confused. Dear Confused, briefly, reality is merely what everyone agrees is real. What everyone agrees is not real does not exist. Who programmed you? Who programmed you? How should I know? Everyone, I don't know. I'm still confused. Dear Still Confused, you are confusing the symbol for reality. Money is a good example. Money. What about money? I like money. I will use two pieces of paper as an example. Can you see this? I see one piece of paper. The other's money. Two pieces of paper. What? Here are two pieces of paper, both the same size, both just paper. Humans are obsessed with money. Not all humans, just some of us. Most of us. One piece of paper is worth 500 solar credits. The other is worthless, not even worth a solar centavo. Do you know why? Sure, one is a piece of money and the other is a piece of paper. They are both paper. Yeah, right. One has been blessed by the treasury wizards. The other has not. That's it? The symbol is controlling your mind. Mid-valley. Mm, I see. Oh, our time is up. This is Angel. This is Angel. Mutations. We are the Android Sisters. Until next time. Next time on Mid-Valley Mutations. Valley. It's Derrida's plea to America about its highway system. Mutations. With a moment's sound, live.